Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Roger Channon Investing Podcast. I'm your host, Roger Channon. And a reminder that I am not an attorney, financial advisor, CPA, lender, or real estate agent. Uh, This podcast is for entertainment purposes only, and I'm not giving you financial advice. And nothing should be more clear to you that I'm not giving you financial advice as the massive losses the past week that the stocks that we talk about on this podcast have experienced. Uh, If you've been following along, we've seen a couple, you know, all those stocks we've talked about have done well shortly after discussing them and have continued to rise. But uh, this past week has been, well, I'll see, I'll even say for some of them, a week and a half uh, of reckoning, and we've seen significant losses. Uh, some of my stocks were are uh, trading down significantly below what I bought into them. And uh, my portfolio right now is at negative 26% year to date. Again, I'm not too concerned. I don't. I shouldn't sound concerned. Uh, you know, I think the companies I'm in, I've done research. I, I think they have a good outlook. And, and a reminder too: March of 2020, I was down 40%, and I've since recovered uh, to finish. 2020 was the best year since I've actively been managing my portfolio. So again, not too concerned. But uh, I thought it, this would be a great opportunity. Let's go over. Uh, the stocks we've talked about on this podcast and some other ones I got into. And, and also, I'd, I'd figure I'll go over my plans uh, for, for evaluation um, in the coming weeks, coming days, uh, and how I'm handling this correction. So let's get into it. Hello, we'll start with Lordstown Motors, ticker symbol R-I-D-E. Obviously, we started talking about the stock uh, back a long time ago. Really, I've been talking about them on Instagram since they were around $16 a share. Since we started this podcast, we, we, we started covering around $22, upper $19 range. And we've since seen it go to $30 twice. And last time we talked about it, it was $27 a share. And unfortunately, uh, now it's trading at 19 47 as I record this podcast, we saw an over 14% drop on the day, uh, 14.47% to be exact. And then there's a couple reasons for this drop. The, the, the main reason we started shedding uh, dollars off the stock value in the beginning of the week was because of uh, the downgrade by Morgan Stanley. Then it got hit again with the market as a whole, uh, generally taking a hit. I I watched as pretty much all the stocks in my portfolio and on my watch list were shedding multiple percents each day and they continued to do so until today. Obviously, today was probably one of the bigger days in the red that we've had in in recent times in the stock market. I don't think this was to be unexpected and, uh, you know, who knows if it's going to continue. Certainly, uh, with the Lordstown Motors dropping the way it has. I've shed thousands of dollars. Uh, the other reason that Lordstown is doing so poorly is because of Workhorse, ticker symbol WKHS. Now, Workhorse had a lot of hype around it about the potential that they'd be rewarded the Postal Service uh, contract, the USPS contract. Unfortunately, for Workhorse, the USPS announced that the contract is going to uh, a company in Wisconsin called Oshkosh Defense in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. So that that was a bummer, and it 
pulled workhorse stock down by 50% today. That was a massive loss. And, uh, you know, workhorse and Lordstown are very related. Uh, Steve Burns used to be the CEO of Workhorse. Now he's the CEO of Lordstown. And Cincinnati-based Workhorse owns a 10% share of Lordstown Motors. When Workhorse falls, uh, Lordstown falls. And unfortunately, we could see Workhorse continue to drop below $15. I think that's highly likely after the, the news has been released that they will not be getting this contract. And unfortunately, that will potentially pull Lordstown stock down even lower. So take that in mind. There is some good news, though. Lordstown believes in their truck enough to enter it into the San, uh, the SCORE San Felipe 250. That is an off-road endurance race which takes place in Mexico and California's Baja Peninsula. Now, this is a big deal, uh, A, that Lordstown has the, the trust that their beta build uh, car will be able to participate and finish this race on April 17th. Now, if you don't know about me personally, I I um, am into off-road racing. I race dirt bikes. I have friends who race side-by-sides. I have friends who uh, race high-performance trucks. And sand, which the Baja Peninsula is filled with sand, is rough on machinery, especially in a racing environment, especially on electrical components. So, if Lordstown Motors can do well on this race, I think, hey, that's a direct response to Morgan Stanley that we have a good truck. We have something that really does stand up to its name, the endurance. The other th- reason I think they're competing is to show these other electric vehicle manufacturers what they're made of. Uh, Lordstown will not be the only electric vehicle in this uh, San Felipe 250 race. They'll be competing with the Jaguar I-Pace vehicle. They'll be competing with Rivian R1T truck, which obviously is a direct competitor to Lordstown and the GMC Hummer, uh, as well as some other ones. So the GMC Hummer is the, um, it's a prototype. So it'll be interesting to see how Lordstown can compare to these other vehicles. Obviously I will be watching very closely when this race happens. And, uh, if, you know, something happens to Lordstown, it, I mean, that is racing, but certainly it is a huge risk. And racing, uh, especially in an environment like that, a lot of major race teams with internal combustion engines and top-notch suspension don't finish that race. So it'll be interesting to see how Lordstown does. Uh, it, it makes me even a little more complicated, or, uh, excuse me, confident in the stock uh, that they're just even willing to put their truck in this race and put it to the test. And uh, again, really in the past two weeks that we've watched the Lordstown stock drop 33% or whatever around that number, nothing about the company has really changed. And yes, the price targets that I had set for the end of February, March, they're non-existent. I don't think we'll be back at $33 by the end of February, that's for sure. But the... um, the reality is I still think the stock has a decent chance of finishing in the $45 to $50 range by the end of the year. So not too concerned uh, overall. Uh, however, in the short term, very curious to see how they do with this uh, everything happening with Workhorse. So we'll, we'll see. Uh, crossing my fingers on this one. 
So I talked about ticker symbol PYRNF or Pyrogenesis Canada back when it was like 650, low $7 range. Uh, we've since saw it go to 920, uh, or excuse me, 940. Uh, it had a, a brief spike, I think the day after I talked about it to $12. Would have liked to have uh, sold when that happened, but I didn't. But um, anyways, I got out of that pretty much all of these penny stocks. You know, this thing's 52-week low was 14 cents. So it has been all over the place. But yeah, really, all these penny stocks that we've been in, I've, I've pulled money out, you know, collected any profits that I could off of them. And really, I mean, everything on my watch list has been hit hard. We'll talk about CCIV. They dropped 38 uh, 0.38% today. They're back down at $35 a share. Amara, which is a cryptocurrency related stock, dropped 17.97%. That, that that stock relates very much to Bitcoin, and we'll do an episode later about stocks that um, are directly related to cryptocurrencies. Mara being one of them, ticker symbol M A R A, and that's Marathon Patent Group. You know, looking at other stocks that took uh, big losses that I've had in my portfolio. STPK is one I own. And Nano Dimensions, I closed my positions up in the 12s off of that one. It, it did go up to the 16, um, low 17 range, but I, I got out before then. MP Materials is another stock that I've been watching. And, you know, that took a dip today of 7%. That's definitely one that if it continues to dip, I'll be looking to get into. And uh, IMMR, which is Immersion Corp, that dipped 5.63%. That's back at $10.90 a share. I still hold some um, position in that company, but I'm, I'm, I'm depending on what happens in the next couple days, I might be interested in putting some more money into Immersion Corp. I still have a feeling, a, a sneaking suspicion that their earnings report next month will be very good. Um, we talked about that stock some time ago. Other stocks I'm in, Alibaba, I have a couple shares. That's really just been trading sideways. Uh, it's 252.75. I got in at 245, I believe, right around that range. The ARK ETFs are doing terrible, I, I'm, as you know, in those. Now, most of Kathy Wood's investments lost 5% today, and I saw some massive losses. Again, not very concerned about those stocks, you know. They, even Kathy Wood was saying, hey, we're going to have a massive correction this year. I'm not sure if this is the time she was talking about. I really think we're, we're due for a V-shaped recovery from this dip and uh, that that's my opinion CLII is a position that i have been holding now for a while and it is not been trading sideways like i hoped it to be um, i'm down now four dollars per share on this stock fortunately i was only in 25 shares and that's only a profit loss of excuse me a loss of 112 dollars so you know all you know that's one that i'm considering selling so that 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 gives you an idea of what i'm doing with my portfolio i'm going to take that profit and put it in companies i have a little more faith in like stpk 
um, like Lordstown Motors, holding fast in my Tolarian Inc. stock. That's an LNG stock. That is ticker symbol T-E-L-L. I think that'll do well. And um, yeah, so that's that's a pretty good summary of my portfolio. So let's talk about Lucid Motors and what happened last night. So CCIV or Churchill Capital Corp for we talked about them when they were just $15 a shares trading at 35 35 after a 38.38% drop today. They dropped $22, a little over that actually. So you might ask why? Well, Lucid Motors confirmed that they were having a SPAC deal with CCIV. And uh, so they'll bring Lucid Motors to market. It was a massive deal. Uh, so the transaction the transaction announced on Monday has approximate value of $24 billion. Um, the deal has a transaction equity value of $11.75 billion, which includes a cash contribution from CCIV of $2.1 billion and a pipe investment of $2.5 billion. So this is huge for Lucid Motors. This gives them a lot of capital to uh, operate on and improve their product and invest where they see fit into their company and you know really the reason i think this dropped so much today was because this this rumor that these two companies were going to be merging had been circulating for over a month now and it built up and built up and built up and there was so much speculation and investment and then the rumors announced and for investors it's like hey you know i took this risk that this this merge was going to happen and now i'm going to collect my profits and you know i'm never gonna be mad at somebody for collecting a lot of profits and uh so i'm really unsure what will happen to the stock at this point you know if, if it'll continue to drop or um find itself in a rebound I think there's a lot of hype around Lucid Motors. A lot of people compare it to the Model S of Tesla, and we see how high Tesla as a stock has soared. So it'll be interesting to see what CCIV does. It's cool to know that this deal was done, and now this SPAC merger will happen. And uh, yeah, we'll see what happens to Lucid Motors in the future. So thanks, everybody, and we'll. Uh, see you for the next episode i think that'll be s probably sunday we'll do an episode sunday evening look for a podcast appreciate everybody stay strong i know i think they say that the term is diamond hands right don't uh don't sell on the lows take advantage of these dips and, and we'll see what the, the market uh the market does so yep Roger Channon is not an attorney, financial advisor, CPA, lender, or real estate agent. The content on the Wednesday Wine and Wall Street podcast is for entertainment purposes only and shall not be construed as tax, legal, financial advice, or other and may be outdated or inaccurate. It is your responsibility to verify all information yourself. The content on this podcast and www.rogerchannon.com is for entertainment purposes only. Do not make financial decisions based on these videos. If you need advice, please contact a qualified CPA, attorney, financial advisor, etc.